still be free, it's the Beecast with Sarah Godey, Monica Steely, and Amber Miller. You're listening to the best of Bee, replays of some of our favorite episodes from the past year. For more resources and information, please visit www.bestillbefree.com or hit us up on Twitter or Facebook at Be Still Be Free. We hope you enjoy listening to the best of Bee. Hello and welcome to the Beecast. My name is Amber Miller and I'm here with Sarah Godey and Monica Steely. Hello, hey Amber. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I know, there's the voice. Um, we've been missing it for a few it's weeks. It's every other podcast. So, okay, I don't want to get too comfortable and have y'all predict That's right. when I'm going to do it. So I'm going to keep you on your toes. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Thank you. It's just the highlight of my life. So, um, so this month, December, the, uh, for three weeks we have been, we're talking about being well. That is our series for this month. Yes. And um, last week we talked about being joyful, which was the laughingest podcast we may have ever done. <laughs> it's just great making a joyful just noise. Just wait till mercy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting all riled up. Um, so uh, today we are talking about being thankful. This is just going to be, what a perfect time to be talking about being thankful right around right. Christmas. Um, Sarah, give us a little bit of insight, some of these verses about being thankful. So being thankful, as you can imagine, there's so much to be said about this so much. in the Bible. Yeah. And um, I picked out a few verses that I thought would go really well and joyful and thankful and cheerful which will be next week yes. they kind of all go together but they are very different yes in and of themselves so let's start with some Bible verses we'll talk about some meanings and then um, just the effect that being thankful can can have mm -hmm. on our lives so first of all we're gonna do Colossians 3 15 through 17 and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. I mean, there's like mm. five I thankful mean, yeah. thanks, yes. thanksgiving, all right there. Um... And then Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known mm. to God. I think one of the reasons I love that verse so much for this is because um, we're really trying to do the whole flip-flop. Yes. The, the changing mm -hmm. of our minds, the elevating of our minds, metamorphosis, if you will. Um, and so we're morphing from being anxious. I think so many of us struggle with anxiety Absolutely. and fear, women, especially women, especially. And he's saying, don't do that, that you're living in the wrong spirit. Mm -hmm. Do not give into anxiousness, but in everything by prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving, because I really believe he knew that by being thankful, we would be listing the things that are good yes. mm -hmm. and that helps take the mind off of the things that aren't good. Yeah, yeah. Monica and I were just talking about how it's so interesting that the, the solution to anxiety was thankfulness. Yes. And you it, wouldn't I mean, normally expect really that. It really is. Right. And we'll talk more about that, about how being thankful changes your perspective, your attitude mm -hmm. and, and so forth. But I, I love it because he's telling you right now, he gives you the antidote. To anxiety right, <laughs> right there. there love it um and then psalm 100 this is a little long one through five uh, make a joyful noise to the lord all the earth serve the lord with gladness come into his presence with singing 
Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name, for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Mm -hmm. And I love that one because it kind of pairs the joyful noise. It does. Um, It talks about singing and coming to his presence and gladness and out loud. And that's the whole joyful component. But part of that joyfulness is also entering with thanksgiving and praise and thanking him. And it just kind of all goes together Thankfulness, uh, because that joy will prompt you to praising and praising often has to do with being thankful. Yeah. Yes. You had said before that thankfulness is almost just looking deeper into joy. That's right. It's, it's almost, um, it's almost the uh, byproduct of joy, really, because if you have a joyful nature and you're allowing the spirit, you know, to, to sing out and praise and, and laud to, to God, mm. then from that, you can't help but start thinking about all the things that are good in your life. Yes. And you begin to just list out those thankfulness and those things that you're thankful for. And I think that just goes back to the whole thing. God knew that having a thankful nature would have nothing but positivity on yourself and everyone around you. Yes. And that, you know, it gives back the whole thing. Everything he tells us to do is Mm -hmm. with a purpose. It's Mm -hmm. not so that, oh, I am God. I want to feel great about myself. He doesn't (laughs) need (laughs) us to feel good about himself. He wants us to feel good about him. And so he knows that we can feel good about him when we begin to think about all the things that he's done for us and all the ways that he's blessed us. Mm -hmm. So having said that, um, let's just talk about the, the definitions or the origins of the words of thanks, and then we'll move into um, how it affects who we are. So uh, be thankful is Y-A-D-A-H, yada, I'm going to assume, mm-hmm. which means to give thanks, laud, and praise. Um, Psalm 104 or 28.7 is a demonstration of that kind of thankful. Thanksgiving is Tauda, which is confession, praise, thanksgiving, giving or give praise to God, thanksgiving and songs of worship, hymns of praise. Mm. Um, again, Psalm 104 or 5014. And thanks, thankful is, I, I, I really worked hard on this, guys. Eucharistia from yes. the word Eucharistos meaning mindful of favors, grateful, thankful. And it's the same thing, you know, last week with joy, there were just so many many. different origins and meanings. Same thing with thankful. I mean, there were probably a list of 10 different um, origins, both Hebrew and Greek. And it's, is it thanks, thanksgiving, thankful, but really when it all boils down to it, it just literally means being thankful. Yeah. You know, I mean, the way the English translation of thanks, that's exactly what thanks means, yeah. even in the, in the Greek and the Hebrew. Right. So want to go back and just talk about what being thankful can do. And first of all, I want to talk about how it can improves, can improve our attitude. Um, I was able to find this wonderful website that had some uh, blogs on there and on the blog, it had different people's postings of their ideas of gratitude or thankful. And it was so great because I was able to just be at this one place and look at what all these people were having to say. And Evelyn Berg, B-A-E-R-G, said, I have found that when I give thanks, I have a much better attitude towards life in general. Mm -hmm. I have also learned that being thankful and saying it with our mouth 
expresses our faith and confidence in the one we are thanking. Also, saying it with our mouth lets our subconscious know how we have chosen to react and often determines how we feel. Mm. And that is what we've talked about. You know, our thoughts mold our behaviors and our behaviors mold our actions. And so this is exactly what we're saying is that our mouths let our subconscious know that we have how we have chosen to react and often determines how we feel. And so it just shows you it's a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so many times we're waiting to choose to be thankful. If God will just do this, if God will just do that, if we can make this much money and then I can, I can be happy. I can be thankful. Um, or you're so busy talking about what God hasn't done for you right. that your attitude is more of a negative. What about me? Um, I need more instead of no, look at what he's already done yes. for us. Yes. It's flip-flop. And it reflects your um, relationships with others, too. It does. Like, you've talked before about Chris and how you'll make lists of the great things that he does. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we were talking about this earlier. Um, You know, I tend, because of my giftings and my personalities, I can be very critically minded, very cynical. Um, And when I was younger, we talked about this uh, last week or the week before, about how I was very negative as a teenager and that that teacher mm-hmm. coach would stop me make me say too positive so the mental push which I love yep. yeah and so um, and I do that with my kids it's just reforming you know we have to create new habits yep um, it's muscle memory of the brain and yeah. what you put in is going to come out and so you just have to, if you know that's your bent you just have to do something about it and so you know I'm not going to lie there have been times in my marriage where um, you know, I just don't feel like Chris is meeting my need or I want more. And you get caught up in that mindset of he's not doing this and he's not doing that. And what about me? And it's that whole adage, you know, pointing the finger, you got three yeah. pointing back at you. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I've done to try to curb that when I get into that mindset is rediscover the things that I do love about him and, and comment about the That's things awesome. that he does do yeah. for me because what he does do is far more than what he doesn't do. Yeah. But we can get so hung up on the things that <laughs> yeah. people don't do. And so I think we do that with God. I think Absolutely. that, you know, we point our finger at God and say, but you're not doing this or you let this happen or why would you and dot, 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 fill right. in that blank. We all have that blank to fill in. Um, that we forget to count the many things that he is already doing for us. And first and foremost, beyond all other our opportunity for eternal life with him, redemption, mm, yes. sanctification. I mean, really, if that's the only thing he ever gives to us, are we really deserve it of anything else? I mean, that right. is the ultimate gift he could give us. Yeah. So we just have to choose that. Well, and it says in Romans one twenty one that um, the, that exact same thing, like for although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. But they became futile in their thinking, and their mm. foolish hearts were darkened. That's and exactly so right. When we don't give thanks to him, and we do choose to focus on the things that aren't happening or the things that we're not getting, our hearts become darkened, and our thinking becomes futile. That's exactly right. And we're, we actually are going to talk about that in a bit, about how, um, again, there's a reason why God says to do it. Mm-hmm. He knows that by being thankful, it will create this positive reaction in us and around us. And when we don't, I mean, that is proof. Um, Their hearts were darkened. Your hearts will be darkened. Mm -hmm. You will get, you almost get bitter. You've been around people who are so unhappy with life. They're almost bitter about it. And they're so caught up in all the negativity. And we talk about, we have the little, um, 
the printable that um, Monica did about the grass is green where you water it. Yeah. You know, everybody always thinks the grass is greener on the other side, and we're looking at everybody other's lives right. thinking, oh, that should be me. Oh, I want that. Oh, they make more money. Oh, they have this or they have that. Um, and it's not about that. It's about it's green where you water it. And that has to do with watering your perspective. Yes. Yeah, it has to do with watering your attitude. And so the next is being thankful gives us perspective. Um, this was um, Melody Beattie. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, mm. a stranger into a friend. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. Mm, I awesome. love that. Yeah, that is beautiful. You know, that's because awesome. perspective, right? If you sit down with hot dog and, you know, beanie weenies, it would be easy to say, <laughs> you know, I opened a can of beanie weenies, right? Big deal. But, you know, if you turn some gratitude into that, that can be a feast. <laughs> oh, seriously, it's perspective. We're about beanie weenies. Beanie weenies. I, I it, know them as Vienna sausages. Is that the same thing? <laughs> But it, you know what I'm saying though. It's perspective. Yes, it is. It's yes, all about it perspective. You know, it's that. Um, it's that. Hey, you know that girl hangs out with that girl more than she hangs out with me. So you can think that you're not a friend, but really, if you'll just be grateful for what you've already had with that person, you can see that that's more than just yeah. an acquaintance. Like, start looking at the positive of yes. everything instead of looking at the negative of everything. Yeah. I mean, really, comparison, we kind of talked about this with content. Yes. Comparison is one of the huge reasons it's that we are not thankful for what we have. That's exactly right. Because we're discontent with what we have. That's yes. exactly right. You know what? Um, I just, this came to my mind uh, for some reason. Uh, Pastor Gary preached a sermon recently, and he said something that is just so profound. He said, um, what if all you have today is what you thanked God for yesterday. Mm. Yeah, that was awesome. That is awesome. So, like, think about, you yeah, know, did I, I thank my, my husband? husband? Would I have my kids? Uh, would I think, yeah, would I have a home? Would I have any food at all? Would I? Wow. I mean, it was very profound. That'll stop you. Yeah. Simply profound. That gives you a, a different perspective on thankfulness perspective. for sure. Right. Yeah. And what you have. Um, another quote was, but then look at all the ways God has blessed me. God gives me great, amazing gifts all the time, and I hardly ever remember to say thank you. If I paid more attention to praising God and less attention to my problems, I'd be a lot more joyful person. Mm, yes. Isn't that great? And that, again, ties the joyful and the thankful together. If I, yeah. would, if I would pay more attention to praising God and less time to my problems, I'd be a lot more joyful. Well, and that makes us emotionally healthy. It's yes. Us, um, yeah. Tracy talked about exactly. the couple weeks ago was obsess about your blessings. Don't right. obsess about your problems. Yes. That's right. That's exactly right. So awesome. Count them, baby. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. <laughs> we could sing a song. We could sing another every song. podcast we're going to. It's just becoming a singer. Sorry, everybody. All right. So being thankful provides freedom. Only if God is in my day and the things I do each day will his blessing be upon what I do. So I will do what he gives me strength and inspiration and guidance to do and know that he is, a, he is blessing that. I will let the rest go and be thankful for what I have done this one day. Oh, that's so good. This yeah. blogger was talking about how it's so easy to get wrapped up on the things that you don't get accomplished oh, instead of ever counting the things that you do get accomplished. Yeah. And if we would just stop and grasp that that we need to be thankful for the blessing that we got that day instead of counting the negatives or the things we didn't accomplish, be thankful for what she's done that day. God's in that. Yeah, he is. That's really, that's a good um, reminder for me because just this week, 
my son was sick over the weekend and then my daughter got sick and missed three days of school this week and so just what my list of to-dos were got very shortened just because of life happening mm, yeah. um, and it would have been really it, it was really easy for me to get caught up in I still haven't got this done I still haven't mm. got this done but I, I had to force myself to really think okay but I got to be with my daughter right I got to comfort her and nurture her and I had to just really force myself to flip-flop and be thankful for the opportunities that I had to be instead of do. And that's the thing. If you will praise God and thank him for what you did get accomplished, you won't count the number of things you didn't get accomplished Mm. because you'll rest in that. It's the flip flop again. Yep. You know, and if we're not thinking so critically of ourselves, because we're thinking of how great that day really was. Right. And what did get done when we choose to say, thank you for the little things It can keep us from feeling that we are never enough, never do enough, can never be enough. Thankfulness is the antidote to negativity, which is why Mm. God commanded it. Yes. Mm -hmm. He knew it. He knew that it was the antidote to negativity. Yes. Because when you're thinking positively, you're not going to think negatively. Right. Um, And we were talking earlier about you can't impart that which you don't possess. You cannot impart your kids, your husband, your friends, your environment to be a positive environment if you don't impart positivity to it. You can't ask everyone else to be thankful that's around you if you're not contributing thankfulness. Right. Mm. You know, so I think that it's time for us to quit waiting for everybody else to give us the reason to be thankful and for us to make exception to our lives and our rules and say, well, that's okay for Monica, but it's not okay for me. Well, and especially as women in our homes, like we don't, I think, don't really at least I don't realize a lot of the time how much influence I really have over the the mood and the tone and yeah. the feeling yes. in my house or with my family. Yes. yes, yes. And so if I am choosing to cultivate thankfulness, it's going to cultivate cult- thankfulness in my family yes. members. and positivity. And positivity. Isn't but if I'm funny? grumbling and complaining, my whole house will be very grumbling and complaining. <laughs> I see that a lot. Right. But they really take their cues from me, and it's very easy to forget that. But girls, ladies, women, that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. Like, it's about that revival we keep talking about. How are we going to get a revival? By changing our innards, by changing what's inside and coming out. Not changing the outside. Well, and starting with us. It starts with us. And not starting with everyone else. That's right. We have the power. We have a choice. And, you know, being thankful is a choice and a command. It's not an assumption, hey, you know what, Monica, Amber, if you feel like it, you can be thankful but if not I get it you know that's not what God says no he says be thankful enter my courts with thanksgiving yeah and and you know what he's probably saying listen I don't want your negativity around here no kidding (laughs) you know I I want your positivity well think about it like kind of like how you were saying is it's so frustrating when maybe your kids aren't thankful or your husband isn't thankful to you for what all all the stuff that you're doing Imagine how God feels when we are sitting there taking and taking and asking and asking and not thanking him first. Like, uh, you know, you're not thanking me for this amazing life that I've given you and you're still asking for more. Uh With thanksgiving, make your request known to God. That's exactly right. Praise him and thank him first. Mm. And then let him know what's on your heart. And I bet what's on your heart will almost change. I'm sure it will. Thanking. Absolutely. Um, talking about it being a choice and a command. Theologian Henry Nowen says in his book, The Return of the Prodigal Son, which I have not read but have heard it is a fantastic book, that gratitude is more than a mere thank you. It is a discipline to be practiced each day in a conscious way. The Apostle Paul reminds us in his first letter to the um, Thessalonians, be joyful always, <laughs> pray continually, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Not his, um, hey, you know, it's right. a suggestion. 
No, it's his will. Yeah. So how many times you're sitting there going, I just want to know what God's will is oh, for my, my life. I was just hey, going to say that. Hello. It's ding, to be ding, ding, Be ding, joyful. Ding. Pray continually. Yes. Be thankful. I love right that joyful and thankfulness the keep coming map. up together. It's yes. a map. The map is there. It's like a treasure map. It's, it is. It's in the Bible. But we are <laughs> so filled with fear and anxiety that we don't give thanks. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we would give thanks, that would hinder our anxiety. Mm-hmm. And then also here, just coming and praying being joyful and giving thanks in all circumstances. And when we talked about content, Paul wasn't saying be thankful in all circumstances because you love to suffer. It's about (laughs) the fact that you know where God's taking you, that even if you're going through a tough time, he's bringing you out to the other side, closer to where God wants you to be the person he wants you to be. Absolutely. For Christians, cultivating a spirit of thankfulness is more than a good idea. It's a direct command from God. In the Old Testament, God laid down specific guidelines for the Israelites to bring thanks offerings. In the New Testament, believers are instructed to be thankful in all circumstances. When we're struggling with trials and difficulties, this sounds like a strange command, especially since we live in a culture that encourages us to act on the basis of how we feel. But God knows that when we focus on our blessings, it's easier to keep our problems and concerns in the right mm. perspective. Yes. It's all about, about perspective. I mean, how many yeah. times can we say this? That's right. It's not about yes. feelings. It's not about feelings. Later, while studying the first chapter of Romans... Um, I was struck by how important Thanksgiving is to God. When I saw that lack of Thanksgiving results in futile thinking and darkened hearts, I realized that Thanksgiving isn't just a thoughtful thing we do when Mm. we feel like it. It is an attitude God has designed us for and intends for us to choose. It is vital to a healthy relationship with our Father. It is living in reality. It is choosing to believe that God's promises and faithfulness are more real than our circumstances. Amen. And that's Barbara Epp. That takes a lot of mind discipline. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's those mental push-ups It again. takes those mental push-ups. But, I mean, there's such freedom in this. Yes. Like, I get geeked up, you know me, when I'm talking about this stuff. I get all <laughs> this is the stuff that gets makes Greg frustrated when um, <laughs> he's going to totally be mad that I'm telling him. <laughs> but, like, if he comes home and is just very, like, down or frustrated and is just complaining, I all, he hates it because he calls me silver all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, well, at least it's not da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, silver At least we can yeah. be thankful for da-da-da-da-da-da. And I don't necessarily feed into you know what he's wanting to like just get into that pity party right. and he gets just get frustrates him even more but i mean it really is like for some people it's more natural yes. it's a more natural yes. tendency and for me it is a more natural tendency right but it is still something i have to work on all the time because this is like the word says that's what we need to be we need to be. well and i love that it says this that barbara says um that god's promises and faithfulness are more real Right. Than our circumstances. That's right. Right. That's, That's so interesting because I feel like our circumstances, circumstances. I mean, they feel so real. Mm-hmm. Like you're like this, like this. What's around me right now is so real. But really, what she's saying is, um, actually, God's promises are even more right. real That's than right. that. You know. Right. Well, and God knew how heavy this life would be, and that Satan would try to help us only see the negative and not the positive. So that whole circumstances being more real to us, that's Satan's twist. Yes. That's his lie. Our circumstances are more real. It's the whole apple and Eve thing, just like Eve and the fruit. You know, he made her think her circumstances were bigger and more important than the truth. And again, it was based on feelings. It was based on feelings. Um, So he gave us the command of giving thanks because God knew that it would influence our perspective, our attitudes, our feelings, 
but we just got to remember it's a choice first. You, you know, again, is your grass green or are you waiting for someone else to water it? Oh, I love that. You know, and, and that's so good. I think we got to take the bull by the horn sometimes and realize this is, this is our life and we're writing the story. And what do we want the story to be? That might need to be its own printable. Are you waiting for someone else to water your grass? Are you waiting for someone else to water? I like it. And That's I did, awesome. I did come up with that one by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Godey original. Yeah, <laughs> copyright Sarah Godey. <laughs> Shout out to Chris Godey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so practical applications. Listen, these are really simple steps, but will have profound effect. Gratitude journal. Yeah. Yeah. Grab a journal or a pretty box. Um, yeah. You know, get a box and pretty card stock that you can just write something that you're thankful for. Um, and that was something that I actually read on one of these blogs that a husband and a wife had a box and they had oh. some card stock and they every year That's would sweet. just drop things in there. At the end of the year, they take the box and they go back over and read through it. <gasps> what a that wonderful is a date really, night idea. That yeah. idea. So That's a great idea. Gratitude journal, gratitude box, whatever. Incorporated time of thanks into each time of prayer. Just make yes. it part of your prayer time. It doesn't have to be five, ten thousand minutes. It could just be a couple of things. Right. Start with two. Start with three things that you're grateful for, but incorporate that into your prayer. And then next, make a list of the things you think about daily that consume you. Because often we're not thinking because we're consumed with the negative. So write it out. Be honest about it. Body image, um, other people whatever that looks like, write it down and then go back and make a list of two things positive for each negative. Yes. Uh, again, mental pushups. We right. have to flip flop the way we're thinking. You gotta, you gotta practice what you're saying you're going to do. Cause it's yes. not just going to happen overnight and mm -hmm. you can pray for freedom. You know, God will give you freedom, but he's also giving you common sense tools Some steps to, to, to help take. that happen. That's yeah. exactly right. So, yeah. again, are you going to water your grass of thankfulness or are you just waiting for everybody else to water it for mm -hmm. you? Yes. And we also want to, I don't know, link to or um, uh, something to Ann Voskamp's 1,000 Gifts. Oh, um, yeah. And because oh, yes. uh, it's just it's an amazing book, but she basically lists out 1,000 gifts just and didn't she down. have a challenge and she has a challenge right monica yeah her she has there's tweet, a twitter, twitter challenge you can um tweet out like three things that you're thankful or yeah that you're thankful for every day with the hashtag 1000 gifts or joy dare can't remember which one it is um but if you do it every single day you'll have a thousand at the end of a year yes um and so it's just a great challenge and you know i used to do on my blog and i just kind of stopped doing it i don't really know why but i would have like a thanks day post yes, like every you, thursday oh, yeah thursday. was like 10 things that i was thankful for that week and, palmetto um, cheese pardon palmetto cheese palmetto cheese with bacon oh <laughs> mg that that's how the i best found out about it that's how sarah found out about it was because i walked in <laughs> see it, it brings <laughs> yeah, thing. That's right. and it was one of the most fun posts that I would write every week but the cool thing about it is like after doing it every week like I would start keep literally keeping a journal yeah. in my phone like oh that just that was something I was really thankful for and so they would just accumulate because when you're in the mode of it's true. I'm looking for things to be thankful for you will find so many things well here's the great thing about this real quickly is that um the, the thankful box or mm -hmm. the thankful attitude or the, you know, three a week, whatever. You, you could be a boss, a manager, yep. um, you, a coworker. Start it at work. Yeah. Um, you could be, you know, the mom at home, the CEO of your house. Yeah. Start it at home. Have your kids do it too. Yes. Um, you could be a, a minister somewhere at a church. Like whatever your role is, this is one of those things that you yes. can incorporate. Anywhere. It, mm -hmm. My sister-in-law, um, 
<laughs> has a thing at work where she has a cussing jar. And so anytime anybody cusses, they have to put money in the cussing jar. And they take that money at the end of the month, and they go and have a pizza party or something. And so the idea is she's trying to bring awareness of yes. what they're doing and That's how it's, and it's not a, a professional thing to do while you're at right. work. You know, you could even incorporate something like this. Every time somebody says something positive, you put quarter in the jar. And after you fill the jar up, you go and you do something with it. Yeah, I don't a know. positivity party. Yeah, a positivity party. Get creative. <laughs> there are so many ways to be creative. Um, put yeah. a glass on your table that's half full of water and every day ask yourself do you see it as half full or half empty Ooh, that's um, really you know good. that easy, is so easy good. visual we did Can that at our house if you start like if all staff meetings across the world started with like five minutes of everyone saying something they're thankful for that's right related to work or the job or right. i mean yes. what a shift in attitude for the rest of that meeting oh that yeah would be. yeah because you've been because you've been, you know, expressing all this yeah. thing. Break the culture. Yeah. Just yeah. because culture says this is the way we're supposed to be doesn't mean that we have to give in to it. And I promise, I mean, God promises. So it doesn't matter what my promise is. It's about God's promise. He says this is what he yeah. wants. And there's a reason why. There's a treasure in it. You know, there's this book. And it, I'll link to it when we um, do the post. But it's not a Christian book. But I found it when I was in college. It's called 14,000 Things to Be Happy About. Mm. Oh. And it's li- it's like hundreds of pages. And it's literally just a list of things that this particular person that made her happy. And I remember when I first got that book in college, like I would just underline and circle. And it just made me aware of little things that I was happy sure. about. Yeah. Like, um the cool underside of a pillow like you know in the middle yes. of the night when you flip it over and it's cool That's or awesome. a bowl full of red grapes or the name Kennebunkport or <laughs> like Schenectady like just random things that right. just make you happy like I've always remembered that book because sometimes you just need those little reminders of things that you're thankful for and so like things that you're happy about things that you're thankful for like it's just a it's an awesome way to just pull yourself out of the doldrums yeah I I have my little thankful book I told them I put this in my um, bag this week for some reason um i started a thankful journal after i read ann boss camps a thousand one thousand gifts and i just opened it up just now when monica was saying that and i read number 59 slow trucks <laughs> <laughs> apparently that day i had been behind somebody extremely slow and so you're i'm gonna be trucks. thankful for it <laughs> but i will be i have to write something down today so that's that's really funny, funny. That's All right. Great. Well, Monica, do you want to pray us out today in our, our thankfulness sure. podcast? Sure. All righty. Lord, we just are so grateful for the gift of um, life that you continue to give us here on this earth. And we thank you that we are able to, um, that we live in a country where we are able to celebrate your birth and that we mm. are able to be together with friends and family and just bring um, a heart of thankfulness to this season help us all to cultivate thankfulness this week. I pray that as we get into negativity or um, doubt that you would just kind of tap us on the shoulder and say, Hey, these are just a couple things that you can be thankful for today. And that we would take note of those and just give us opportunities to um, exercise that thankful muscle. We just love you so much. Amen.